Previously on Cyberpunk Independence, Balzac and Slicks were recovering in the Rat King's medical lab, though Balzac's broken leg was far easier to fix than Slicks' missing hand, which remains missing. After four days, his ratliness summoned the group to an audience and a beautiful dinner of Thanksgiving Possum. After many barbs exchanged between the Rat King and Slicks, who have an acrimonious past, and a heaping helping of potatoes served from Slicks's lap, the team made their ask. They want the Rat King's permission to use his tunnels to go back to their taken home of Letitia Heights so they can save their old friend, Slimy Pete. The Rat King had an ask of his own, rather a demand. In exchange for using his tunnels, the group would have to infiltrate the corporate residential zone, aka Beaverville, and steal the Malorian arms that once belonged to the legend Johnny Silverhand. Yes, he wants them to steal the fabled gun of the wizard who brought down Arasaka Tower and has been missing for two decades. No biggie, right? <laughs> Safi, your dinner with the Rat King. You've uh, retired to a, a local pub in the in the Rat City. It's a it's a small trail. It's a like a, a fifth wheeler or a Winnebago type um, uh, trailer with um, that's been decked out as a, as a pub, and it's called the Charlotte Room. And you guys are uh, sitting. Uh, in in the, the back of the Charlotte room on a couple of old leather uh, couches. There's like faux brick walls. There's uh, like an old stand-up piano in the corner. Um, there's a long bar that runs the length of the, the Charlotte room. And then there's somehow inexplicably a pool table in the middle of, uh, of this trailer. Uh, and then tables set up around it. And the vibe is actually pretty cool. There's some music being played. Um, people are having a good time. Uh, there's this annoying group, sort of annoying group of about 10 people uh, talking on a few couches down from you guys. And they look like they have like, I don't know, like they've just taken a class or something. And they're just talking nonsense. Um, but uh, you've been ignoring them, but you're having a pretty good time. Uh, you each have a glass of beer in front of you, and uh, you have a chance to debrief from your meeting with a rat king. So these, these arms that the rat king was talking about, are they actual arms or like from a person? Like I, I was a little distracted during that conversation, but uh, like Cicero, do you know what he's talking about? Tab. Yeah. Cicero's, Cicero's dead. dead. Tab. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Old habits die hard. I get it. Yeah. We all relied on Cicero for a lot. Did we though? Well, Cicero knew a lot of people. I imagine Tab was actually just like turned, like sitting like next to, talking to no one. Uh, but then 
when y'all draw her attention back uh, to uh, her her realization. Um, oh, okay. Um, well, slicks, slicks. Yeah. You know about these arms? Like, do we have to? Are they are they people arms? Yeah. No. I mean, it's it's not real arms. It's it's just you know the the, the arms of of like an armory. Oh, you know, yeah. Natural arms. It's like weapons and arms. Stuff that like makes that. sense. But the Rat King is a little weird. Yeah, he's a little weird is an understatement. That's for sure. And you can see also too, like in this, even even though it's it's this nice vibe in this cool room, there's a gang of four people now who have been beating the shit. You know, they really they heard all this information, so they're kind of we're all in the corner just being like, oh, geez, what do we gotta do? Oh man. I just want to go home. We really have to find this gun for this guy. Balzac, you you got a bunch of guns. Can't you just pull something out of your your golf bag? I mean, I can't fucking pull Johnny Silverhand's fucking hand cannon out of it. That's for sure. Well, and you it's... obviously have connections, man. You you were sent here by someone pretty high up. Yeah, okay? let's 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 not talk about that. Well, maybe we should talk about it. Why so secretive? Yeah, it's protecting you, not me. I don't need protecting. I don't need... Look. At what? It's... it's, it's we're, we're... We're criminals now. Uh, we show our face anywhere. Someone's looking for us. I think the more information we know, the better. With that, uh, uh, a young woman who's been serving you comes and she's uh, dressed like a hipster. She has like a, a, a fully ironic trucker hat on um, that says freedom. And, oh, uh, but, uh, and she's wearing a flannel shirt and uh, she comes and goes, Hey there, Hans. Do you need anything else to drink? Uh, dare I ask, do you have any coffee? Uh, yeah, I could, I could, uh, of course you have coffee. What, well, it depends on what kind of coffee you're looking for. Like, we don't have just regular drip here that you can get out in the, the marketplace. We, like, brew our own coffee. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, do you do, like, a house roast? Uh, Is it, like, a pour-over yeah. situation? What, what kind of coffee are we talking here? So, uh, I'd like to go back and, and, like, I've read a lot about the Italian art of, of like, mocha and... Oh, geez, here we go. But here's the problem. I don't own a pot. So what I did is I, I, I used an old uh, pressure cooker that I found um, at an old KFC, and then I, I rejig that around, and then I was able to, like, I can put the grounds in there, and then I put some special water in there that we can only get from the desert, and then I pressure cook that, and then that just makes the coffee. And I'm telling you right now, it is like the best coffee ever had. It's like at least three or four times better than the stuff that you get oh. from the drip. And even if sometimes one day I, I got oh, drip coffee. Guys, and this is why I hate it, it down here. It's not just the place, it's the hipsters. There's nothing worse than the Ratway hipsters. Uh, thank you very much. You know what? Uh, just maybe four waters, please. Four waters. Ma'am, when's the last time you slept? Oh, okay. So what day is it today? Is it Wednesday or Thursday? Oh, Tab, why'd you do that? Um, oh, no. Okay. Here we go. Because I'm trying to find out how good the coffee is. Because if this is what she drinks, 
Okay, so I. We should stock up. Fair enough. This is my third shift. Each shift is 12 hours. Row? Did you sleep between your shifts? Oh, no, I don't sleep. Okay. Um, that's okay. That's that's all I need to know. Your coffee sounds amazing. Uh, and I believe Alley Cat and I would each like a coffee. Yeah, you know what? I'll, I'll take a coffee too, please. Balzac, coffee, coffee. Oh, uh, fuck no. I'm not putting that jet fuel in my body. Oh, my you God. fucking okay. daft. All right. Are you off your trolley slicks? Okay, okay. Every time, every time this guy opens his mouth, there's, there's has to be a fuck in there. Um, there doesn't have to be a fuck. It just brings me joy. So yeah. I bring my joy out to the world. It All starts right. with fuck. Um, not to interrupt the anger session here, but, um, would any of you, uh, like, are you hungry at all? Because, um, I'd also make some excellent jalapeno poppers. With ha real jalapenos? With real jalapenos? Oh, gosh, no, 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 we don't have jalapenos, so, um. no, it's, it's, uh, it's a trade secret, but, yeah, it's jalapeno-esque. Oh. Is it spicy? Oh, it's very spicy, yeah. Give me that. Okay. I'll take that. Yeah, and I should warn you too, I'm technically not allowed to call what I put in a cheese, but it's close. It's and, real and, close. And let me guess, you, you cover it with something that's not breadcrumbs. Uh, oh, well, why would I do that? Why? Madness, of course I use breadcrumbs. Actually, I do, so what I did is this, when I, when we scavenged an old KFC in the corporate zone and we found a crate of the spike, like the seasoning. So I've been just using that a lot. So it's basically like 11 herbs and spices have jalapeno poppers, but without jalapenos and technically not cheese. Mm. That actually doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, you know what? I'll take an order too. Okay. Um, I'll just whip up 60 of them for you. <laughs> Great. That's more than enough. That's exactly enough. <laughs> All right. Well, anyways, um, where were we? Oh, yes. We have to get the gun yeah, from we... Mr. Bates. Why, why can't we just go home? Why do we have to? Why? I mean... no, uh, uh, we can't be, uh, because the way to Letitia Heights is through the rat tunnels. And the Rat King won't allow us to use the Rat Tunnels unless we get the gun from Mr. Bates. But aren't we just backtracking if we have to go there? Why can't is there... I mean, do you have a different way to get to Letitia Heights other than the Rat Tunnels? Your friend Haggy suggested that's the only way, as I recall. Yeah, I guess I'm just endlessly frustrated. Alright, I lost a hand. This woman, what's her, what's her name? What's this woman we blew up? Laura Pratt. I just can't get that freaking name out of my head. The name that you literally just had to ask what it was. Yeah. That's how infuriating it is. Forget it one minute, remember it the exact moment I want to forget it. It's a curse on our lives, this woman's existence. We got to get her back, guys. Well, it sounds like your friend Slimy Pete was stuck in a fridge, and it's already been a couple days, so probably want to get on this sooner rather than later before he freezes his ball bag to his leg. Yeah. Because let Thanks, me tell you, uh, that procedure for, for, that visual. for yeah. separating them is 
clumsy at best. Yeah. You're losing something from somewhere. And let me tell you, you don't want to lose nothing from nowhere in oh. that area. So, do we, we, we know where this corpo lives? Right, Mr. Bates. Mr. Bates. I... Do we, like, do we just wander in? Like, do we have a plan? How far is it from where we were? Oh, from the corporate zone? Or from the... Uh... Like, from the entrance to the Rat King's kingdom. By the Starbucks and the lamp. And the Nazi you shot. I feel like maybe we, there's, a, there's a way here, there, under the sewers, I would, I would assume, you know? We could probably... Yeah, I mean, probably ninja all, turtle I, it to the exact area we need to go, you know? I'd hope so. I mean, it's just, we fucking got the tunnels. That's right. And, and at that point, uh, Carmine starts walking towards you guys, and he's carrying a platter of like 60 jalapeno poppers mm. and a pot of coffee. Hey, um, sorry, she, she asked me if I could give you this, but. Hey, Carmine, have a seat, brother. Yeah, good, good, good. Because uh, uh, the rat thing asked me to guide you guys through the tunnels. Oh. So, yeah, the, um, so we've got tunnels that lead everywhere in Night City. Uh, I can lead you to the corporate residential zone. Uh, Mercer Street, Mercer Trail's not, it's not hard to find. I'm going to, problem is, I mean, I don't have a sewer entrance to every house in the corporate zone, that'd be insane. So you're going to have to pop you up like on a storm drain, uh, like entrance, and then you guys are going to have to probably hoof it. I don't know, like however far it is to 70. But be aware, man, there's patrols and you're gonna look at a place in the corporate residential zone. I mean, you we may or have... may not, we just have to have the right plan. Uh, do y'all have any uh, costuming or attire we could borrow to look less like us and more like a corpo? Yeah. Uh, good news and bad news on that. Yeah, doesn't hard to ask. Well, the good news is we, uh, yes, we do. We, um, we do. The bad news is you're gonna have to ask them. And he points over to the uh, the group uh, the, of of projects. They're a um, community theater improv group, and they uh, they scavenge an old theater uh, like comedy theater and so they set one up here a uh, little black box theater and uh they got lots of costumes but you're gonna have to ask them for it and let me tell you they're annoying are they cannibals no they're improvisers oh same uh, thing what i'm worse yeah uh all right i i'm still missing a hand too i feel like Maybe I should get some sort of implement on it. Well, are you looking for like a prosthetic or something? I mean, anything really. Cybernetic? Six, so we can fix you up. Like, we've got a fixer and we know some guy up, up on the surface level who can set you up, but it's going to be pricey. We can't give you cybernetics. Yeah, no, all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, first things first. All right. I guess we got to get these costumes and look good for. Corpo down. Yeah. Actually, Carmine, uh, could you introduce me and Slicks to your fixer? 
Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, I shouldn't, you know, okay, so when I, when I um, mention the term fixer, I mean more like, um, like a ripper doc. A ripper doc, yeah, to yeah. fix my hand. Oh, a med tech, you got a med yeah. tech. Yeah, well, ripper doc, yeah. Uh, and Alicat looks very disappointed at this. <laughs> Tab's ears kind of perk up, like, oh, people who fix people when their insides are on their outsides. I can probably uh, pick up a few tips. Yeah, like, um, like Ripper Docs and Med Techs are, I mean, they're both like they're in the medical field and I guess they're both like, they do the same thing sort of, but like Med Techs try to keep you together and fix you up. Ripper Docs are all about like giving you cybernetics or like replacing parts from you or if, you know, if you're Go to the less reputable ones, like taking parts from on wooden people and reselling them, you know? Mm. Well, when you're desperate, I guess. Mm. Mm. My motto is, if you can't keep yourself together, you didn't deserve the shite in the first place. Are uh, you including your leg in that, buddy? Uh, my leg is broken. Here I am. You didn't take it from me. Harsh. Harsh. It's fair. Uh, Cat kind of looks down at something under the table and she takes Barry out of her pocket and puts him on the table right in front of Tab. And she says, uh, Barry's got a question for you. Uh, Barry? Oh, uh, hey there, Tab. How are you? I'm, I'm good, Barry. How are you? Oh, geez, kicking it, you know, just uh, hanging out, just being myself, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, I heard you call for uh, Cicero there. Yeah. Oh, geez, there. Uh, but uh, he, uh, I mean, you know, but uh, you, you were looking for, like, information on the Valorian arms? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, they're not arms. I can tell you that right now. Okay, thanks. Uh, I, I yeah. was I was confused. No. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Uh, they're not arms. Uh, it's a gun. Um, okay. So there was this guy named Malorian who like made custom uh, pistols back in the day, uh, sort of like you know, uh, back in Slips' prime days, you know, a long time ago. <laughs> oh geez. Uh, so uh, yeah. Um, so Johnny Silverhand was the most famous customer of these uh, these guns. And um, he had one and uh, yeah, it's a really, so legend says you have to have a cybernetic arm to use it. I don't think that's true, but you definitely need to have a neural link. Okay, that's good to know. Thank you, Barry, that was very helpful. Um, if I have any other questions, can I, can we ask you? Oh yeah, sure, uh, just, you know, Nudge uh, Alec out there. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, sure. And uh, she smiles and she slides Barry kind of back over in front of her. And then she reaches back in her pocket and takes another agent out and puts that on the table in front of Tab. Oh. Uh, you want this one? I haven't turned him on yet. Her. Might be a her. Might be a they. You can oh. never tell with an agent. Is this the is this the one you took off of the uh, the one of the guys we're fighting? I I, I took it off uh, Balzac's friend. Oh yeah, Chopper. 
Maybe maybe we should cover up the uh, the camera hole, the vis visual before <laughs> we turn it on. And you're better at that stuff than me. Oh, absolutely. And she, she looks over at Balzac and she says, "You know, you never told us how you ended up with Cicero's agent." <clears throat> That's true. I did not. Are uh, you gonna? Oh, um. Yeah, sure. I grabbed a bunch of shit on the way out, and there was an agent and a t-shirt and some bullets and a data chip and a hollow portable drone. A what? Uh, a portable drone. It sort of flies around and, you know, you can see things and whatnot. Are, are, are you going to use it? Do you know how to use it? I can show you how to use it. Oh, whoa, Christ. Yes, fine. You can fucking have it. Jesus. Thank you. Uh, uh, um, yeah, no, it's it's just a, it's just a it's a mini drone. It doesn't have a lot of um, it doesn't have a lot of um, bells and whistles, but it, it, it goes up and down and yaw and pitch and all that shit. And so, uh, yeah, no, you can. I think it's broken, but anyways, he's going to reach into his golf bag. He's going to unzip one of the pockets and he's going to hand uh, Tab a, a deck of cards sized playing drone. If Tab's eyes could turn into hearts right now, <laughs> like obviously not at Balzac, but at this adorable little mini drone that has been entrusted to her. Um, She'll probably later uh, maybe head around town and see if she can pick up some tools, replace some of the ones that she's lost. Um, but for now, she's just going to put the little drone in her lap and, like, just keep an eye on it. And, like, keep it warm like it's a pet or something. Uh, she's a little weird. Um, does anything happen when Tab turns the agent on. Uh, yeah, the Arasaka logo pops up and then it loads and uh, a, a question mark appears. You are not the authorized user for this device. Shutting down. Hmm. Got to figure a way to override that. Mm, maybe you can break it later. I could I could probably definitely break it at some point. Um yeah. Okay. So we'll we'll hold on to this and maybe grab some tools and figure out a way to just see if we can get any useful info out of it. Might be useful just to have uh, some Arasaka tech to connect to the net. Oh yeah, absolutely. We could use that for sure. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. You should definitely use that above ground when they can get a signal back to Arasaka to let them know exactly where we are. 100% great fucking plan. It's like you don't know me at all, which actually I, I've known fact, you for like true. three hours. We've been in this place for four days, but really. It's, it's like you think you're dumb. We did do okay before you showed up, and we are appreciative 
of you saving our bacon, our soy bacon. But like, we did pretty well before you came along. So, <laughs> just saying. Uh... Look, I would argue Slix and I also did perfectly fine without him as well. Agreed. But um, Cicero, or sorry, fuck Cicero. Balzac is going to look down at uh, at Slix's missing hand. Hmm, yep, great. Well done. The uh, uh, you, sir, cannot make remarks about Slix's hand. Guys, I hate to cut the tension here, but uh, are you just going to spend the whole night at the Charlotte room, or are you going to get some business done? I have 60 fake jalapeno poppers to eat. That's a oh, lot. <laughs> yeah, that is a lot. I'll help you. Yeah. Alec um, has eaten like at least 10 of them by now. Yeah. And when yeah, you bite into them, they're delicious. They taste like, they taste like a double down KFC burger, but spicy. Oh God. Yeah. Wow. So there's this it, montage of us the, talking and eating these fake poppers and kind of going, oh, all of us taking a little bit, rubbing our stomachs, being like, good lord, this is a bad idea. <laughs> uh, downing weird coffee after that, coffee yeah. and fake jalapeno poppers, and then like, and then it stops. So we're all like, oh, okay, <laughs> oh, I guess we should be on our way, Carmine. Oh. Yeah, next time we gotta try their soup dumplings. They're fantastic. Hmm. <laughs> And I'll tell you right now, Slicks is holding in so many farts. <laughs> He's just waiting till we're outside to the whole world kind of smells of just disgust, you know, in the rat way. So he can kind of like slowly squeak them out as they make their way. That is so kind and considerate of <laughs> Slicks. <laughs> oh, I love that we broke Oliva. Uh-oh. I think you can hear clapping from going behind you guys, and the 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 gang behind you guys are actually playing clap focus. <laughs> oh yeah, oh guys, yeah, oh dang! If we need, if we're gonna go to the corpos, and we need to look like those guys. <sighs> okay, Red Bull. The, the, this shouldn't be long. Before we leave, I'll, I'll get us some clothes. Okay, I know how to talk to improvisers. Red Bull, Red Bull. So yeah, Slicks last... quickly rocks over. Uh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, friends. Oh, hey. Must be the uh, the new uh, the, the the improv troupe I've been hearing so much about down here. Yeah, we call ourselves the Imponderables. Oh yeah, <laughs> well that what a great play on words, eh? Just exactly what an improv troupe needs. Look, uh, I, I'm planning to come see you guys, and uh, I want to take some workshops too. But uh, oh, get out of here. Yeah, I, I just, uh, my group and I, we need, we'll do a, a performance tonight. We kind of just need some costumes just to get in the vibe. Oh. And as you can tell, we're looking like shit, my friends. So, oh, uh, well, like one, yeah, performers to performers, I mean, I'm sure, um, you know, you just got to prove your chops. Like, how do we know you're just not trying to rip us off? Like, you know. Hey. I'm, look at me. I don't know if you've ever heard of me, but my name is Slick Semaphore, okay? I'm a very influential fixer. Name five things you've fixed. Uh, I fixed the streets. I fixed some attitudes. Two. I fixed the weather. Three. I fixed my mother's radio. Four. And I will fix this situation right now if you just give me a chance and some time and some focus. Because what I can do for you is unbelievable, my friend. Sounds but like a song. 
I don't know that one yet, but I'm uh, sure you can teach me. Uh, all right. Well, our, our, our lessons are pretty expensive. What's like we, have, we have like six levels, and then if you're good enough, you can get into it. Like we have like an advanced level um, of another six levels. And each level on it's like a hundred eddies. Hey, I'm willing to I'm willing to try out. I just I really need these these costumes before though. They're part of my act, you know. Tell us more about your act. Ah, uh, we're uh, we're uh, we're uh, a group, as you can tell. Uh, we come from all over Letitia Heights, and uh, we're called the Letitia Hypes. Actually, that's our improv group. <laughs> uh, but we're doing a. We're sadly for the for the Eddies. We're doing a corporate gig. It's some some stupid corpo's birthday, and you know we kind of have to look like we're from there. So we thought maybe I would come over to you and see. Perhaps we could borrow some of your uh, clothing. Yeah. Well, uh, make me a persuasion check. Oh. Okay. Okay. And persuasion. Oh well, <laughs> that's a twenty-three. Uh, so he um, he invites you to sit sit down. He goes, uh, yeah, we'd love to help you. Um, listen, we're it's just basically the, the ten of us, um, and then we could use some more improvised like. We could build the scene in Recon and then ultimately Night City. Oh my god, could you imagine if we could a whole new renaissance of comedy in Night City? We had like we had we used to be like 14 of us, but four of us like left and tell you they, right off the bat, ten people is a lot even for an improv troupe. Well, like yeah, I know, but we used to have 14. Um, but then they, they got a little weird and, well. There was actually 15 of us, and they ate one of us. So we kicked them out. Um, we haven't seen them in a while, but um, we could use some replacements. So if you if you want to join us, you know, you, you can keep your own troop, but like maybe if we had a collective, like, oh my God, a new pro collective, could you imagine? Oh my I'll make you a God. deal. Yeah. You give us those corporal costumes? Yeah. All four of us will join your improv troop. That's a deal. That is a deal. That is Done. a deal. And everyone, like at the same time, they're all shaking their heads. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Do you want to come to our to our theater and check out our uh, props and costume department? Absolutely. We're actually on our way to the to the gig right now. Maybe we could just uh, do a quick stop in before we yeah. uh, before we go to the gig. Nothing would give me greater pleasure. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. You know, I I feel like we're building like a social contract between us oh i i couldn't be more happier this is how i like to express myself through the art of improvisation and then slicks is like okay great we'll meet you there and he goes and he goes back to his friends he goes oh my god i hate those people please never let's never come back here we're gonna take their clothing and get the hell out of here come on carmine come on <laughs> uh i'm so glad i've never felt closer to you uh because they i spent last year probably like 700 dollars uh, and they never let me join their advanced tier so like let's take them for all their work just stick with friends buddy yeah i just wish i could be a better advisor 
Uh, okay, so let's go to the theater and rip them off. Yeah, so our intention, you know, we'll go to the theater already, mm-hmm. getting ready, getting these clothing, seeing what fits. Slicks is kind of in a, he's trying on all these costumes, trying on the different ones, the ones that sit well on him, a nice blazer, so he's looking a bit better again now, he's feeling better. Yeah, so Carmine leads you to their theater, and it's, it's, it's uh, like a, a transport truck trailer, about half the size of there. Um, you get in there, and there's like, um, a bunch of tables, like rows of seats first, and then like a little platform, and then like four like wooden chairs on the stage, and then there's a curtain behind. And Carmine uh, leads you past the curtain, and when you open it up, there's like a back room area, and there's like a couch, a dirty, disgusting couch. There's like a table with a mirror set up, and then there's a rack of clothes. Now. As you go through it, uh, Slicks, you find, yeah, you find a suit for yourself, um, but there's, the others are going to have to look too. Alicant wants to look for some, something specific. What are you looking for? A large red hat. Yeah, yeah, you see one. There's actually one right there, and it's on like a mannequin's head. It's a huge, like Carmen San Diego red hat. Oh yeah. All right, and she she takes that, and continues to look for some other business wear. Um, the closest you can find in your size is like a sequined red gown. Oh boy. Oh boy. Hmm. I guess I'll take this. <laughs> I like cat. It's just gonna be like all of the sleepovers that we could have had and like little fashion show. You're gonna look amazing. Oh, this is great, guys. This is a real morale boosting. Being able to put a fashion show on for each other. I love this. <laughs> I'm gonna go like this. Yeah, that, yeah. You look pretty suspicious there, Bozak. I know, but nobody's going to take a second look at me if you three of you look fine. They're all just going to assume that I'm your bodyguard. They won't even take a second glance at me. You know what? That's very true. I, I, I have know. to agree with them on that one. Tab, uh, what are you looking for? Um, I'd like a, a messenger bag or something with pockets that I can stash uh, my new drone friend into um and maybe something with some extra pockets for um my tools when i find them so maybe like a nice quality like leather shoulder bag or well like you a... don't find a leather shoulder bag but what you find is like a um a canvas npr bag <laughs> does it have pockets Yes, has a ton of okay. pockets. Okay, yes, as long as it has pockets. Because, you know, some of those tote bags, they're just like one big open thing and you can't organize, so you're always looking for it. Yeah. It has about 12 pockets, and each of them either says this or that. Perfect. Perfect. Um, so my 12-pocket canvas bag and maybe, like, um, some, like, casual, like, farmer's market-style clothes. Uh, if there's, if I can find anything like sturdy boots and maybe, you know, like a, a oh, I should have asked that nice lady at the, at the, the Charlotte room where she got her flannel. Well, 
you, you don't see any flannel, but what you do find is it's it's like a um, it's a red and black plaid uh, corporate suit. It looks like something done for like Christmas, uh, and there's a there's a, a white blouse that goes with it, and like this uh, skinny black tie. Does it have pockets? <laughs> the pants don't, but the coat does. Okay, I'll, I will. I will settle. At least the coat has pockets. All right. Um, we're gonna look like. I don't know. We're gonna look like. Um, I. We're definitely not gonna stand out. We're gonna look like. I do. We're gonna look like a gang who's trying to pull a heist in 101 Dalmatians. I do at least appreciate Emma's commitment to realistic shopping for women. Absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. But all that is just pockets. Yeah. Yeah. There's no pockets in anything and yeah. nothing in anybody's size. That's that's yeah. very realistic. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's called the dark future. <laughs> <laughs> And right after the commercial break, ladies, we'll be right back. <laughs> we're all, we, we're going to take the the clothes and we're going to change when we get there, right? We're not going to walk through the the sewers in the fancy clothes, right? No, I'm I'm not. And she and Allie Cat's just like shoving the dress down her sh her shirt, <laughs> like the one that she's been wearing for a week almost. <laughs> And she just puts the hat right on her head. <laughs> well, should we, should we worry about footwear? Appropriate footwear for our foray into the residential district? And Tab, you do spot a lovely pair of red pumps that you think uh, Alley Cat would fit in. Oh, those are entirely impractical, but I've seen those old movies where women wear them to run all of the time, so they must be better than they look. And they're sparkly. Can Great. you keep them in, in your bag for me? Absolutely. Great. They'll be our packups. And if nothing else, we can just roll them at someone. I'm pretty, I've gotten very good at, at throwing things. Eh. <laughs> Have you spot a pair of red plaid vans? They look super comfy. Definitely going to take them. Slips, there is the best pair of patent white leather loafers ever. Ooh. Ladies, check these out. My day, we used to call them penny loafers. Why? No idea. <laughs> no idea. And he tries them on. Oh! They're Look just good. a bit too perfect. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at me. And he looks he at Balzac and he's like, you know what, Balzac? I'm sorry, brother, but I'm going in this. Yeah, Slicks feels so much. His morale has definitely changed. Just, just putting on a new set of clothes after everything they've been through in the past few days. I mean, like, we have to go through the sewer to get there. So if you stomp through the nasty, shite, piss, vomit-filled water, it might ruin the aesthetic we're trying to present to Beaverville. Just a thought. Balzac, you're not an optimist, are you? Oh, no, I'm a glass-half-full motherfucker as, as high as they come. 
Oh, I just man. more of a realist. Uh, you know, if you traipse through the sewer in your new clothes, you come out the other side with the shite on your legs. Nobody's gonna believe that you live in Beaverville. That's all I'm saying. To that end, uh, Balzac is going to look for a pair of either <laughs> combat boots or work boots or something like that. Um, there are no work boots, but there's a pair of cowboy boots. Purple cowboy boots. Balzac <laughs> is going to pick up the cowboy boots and he is going to put them in the golf bag and he's <sighs> going to mutter to himself, Fucking American fucking continent, god damn. And while uh, while Balzac is muttering to himself, Slicks kind of closes in on Alley Cat and Tab. Well, they're all, you know, they're all kind of, uh, and he uses that as an opportunity mm-hmm. to be like, uh, ladies, I gotta tell you about this guy. He's a bit of a weirdo, okay? I know we already know that, but uh, he knows some shit, okay? He knows he was, he was sent here by someone we know. I'll, I'll inform you about him later, but... Uh, He's useful for uh, backup, but uh, I got to tell you the weird shit that this guy knows. <laughs> okay, uh, Bozak, nice boots, brother. Okay, uh, I mean, if, if that's that, then maybe we should be on our way. I have one more thing I want to look for. Oh, of course, please. And she starts kind of like rummaging through. Is there an area where they have like makeup and hair stuff? Yeah. She's <laughs> looking. Oh, that little table with the, uh, with the mirrors. Uh, she's looking for something to make her hair dark, either like spray dye, wash dye, or a dark wig. Um, there is a can of of powdered hair that, that men sometimes spray on their hair to cover a bald spot. Oh God! Yeah. Is it like? Is it dark? Oh yeah, yeah, it's very dark. Okay. And she kind of looks at Tab, and she's like, if I spray this on my hair, do you think it'll make my hair fall out? Hair grows back. And if not, I'll get you some implants. It'll be fine. Ooh, we'll get you color-changing implants so that you don't have to dye them anymore. You could just, like, chroma key it. That'd be cool. Be convenient. And uh, she mutters something about going Kalu and uh, puts, like, she just, like, straps it into her waistband. All right, well, we may as well get going. Beaverville awaits. All right, Carmine, lead the way. So Carmine um, leads you through Rat City and um, into a a tunnel that um, heads uh, westward. And you guys go on, you walk for about an hour, hour and 20 minutes. And uh, you pass some sentries and some guards, and they, they every now and then they wave at Carmine. And as you pass one, Carmine gives them like a little brown bag, and he there's some those jalapeno poppers, and he giggles and uh, continue on. And you're walking um, almost single file because it's a relatively narrow passage. And Carmine stops, and he puts up his hand, and he goes, "Do you guys hear that?" And just as he says, do you hear that? A crocodile pops out from the water. What the fuck? 
Cyberpunk Independence is a Fort Nerd Emma Wakelin production. Featuring Feliza Cassano as Alley Cat, Amy Lynn DeZura as Tad, Gary Malakovich as Balzac, Chris Siddiqui as Slicks, and Emma Wakelin as the storyteller. Music by Dan Cooper and Dia Decay. Edited by Chris Siddiqui.